Hello, and welcome to the home for Infinite Losers. It's that podcast you know, where we're going to talk about all of Dragon Ball. Every little bit of it. And it's only going to take us five minutes. I mean, less than that at this point. I forget how the math shakes out, but we're... We're probably a good ten seconds into it by now. If, if you can hear this, that means you have very powerful ears. Yeah, extremely strong ears. You've trained them well. Just like Goku trained his bo whole body. His hands his, and his... His hands. <laughs> I don't remember exactly Yep, a lot of hand training. Yeah. I mean, your hands are important for karate fighting? That's yeah. Generally, I bet true. Master Roshi's sure. trained his hands a lot. <laughs> and there is that dog man in Super that just crosses his arms all the time and only fights by kicking. Dog man, you say? Oh yeah, there's a whole like team of dog mans. Like, can I have pictures? <laughs> uh, I'll look them up. I did. I did see a wolf man in Dragon Ball. That was my boyfriend. He's my boyfriend be, now. That's probably who we're talking about. He, he wears, uh, like, a red cape and, like, has, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I fucking guy. love him! His thing is that... Mm. I'm trying to remember. I think his thing is the more injured he gets, the bigger he gets. Like, he ends up, like, 50 feet tall fighting whoever he fights. I don't oh, are remember. you serious? Cassie would like him, too, a little bit, then. <laughs> and then there's I another... think it was a Tom and Jerry cartoon that did the opposite thing. That's what do you mean? Only... Yeah. What do you mean, opposite thing of that? Like, someone got beat up and he got smaller. Like, there was this whole... It was a Jekyll oh. and Hyde thing that, that, like, Jerry did. And mm. then, like, when Tom drank the formula, like, it went awry. Right, yeah. It was like, yeah, Jer Jerry kept having the Jekyll formula. It made him, like, eight feet tall or some shit. No, he just, got, then... he just got jacked. Like, he was still, like, the size of a mouse, but he was, like, unbelievably strong. I think there was... Maybe it wasn't Tom and Jerry. It was something where they got, like, bigger than a person. And then you might be thinking of Pinky and the Brain. I think they did a similar like Jekyll oh, and Hyde maybe. take. But I know, yeah, the, I know the kicker. Of what you're talking about was Tom drank it, and yeah, he like got like ant sized, and it was just Jerry attacking him with a fly swatter, and that was the end of the episode. This yeah. is a, a this is a Dragon Ball podcast. Yeah, it is. Um, we haven't I... introduced ourselves. We haven't even said our names. Oh yeah, that's do that true. Before I say what I was going to say, do that. That's true. I'm I'm Luke. I'm Emily. There you go. I'm Mike. <laughs> What are you going to say, Emily? Oh, well, I, that dog man, uh, yeah. he reminds me very much of Akihiko from Persona 4 Arena. Yeah, he pretty much kind of the same design. Look. And they're both very hot, and I like them a lot. Just uh, wanted to point that out there. Yeah, <laughs> there's another doggo. They're all brothers. Uh, the other one has, like, poison breath. He, like, puts, like, breathes poison into Gohan's eyes and blinds him. It's real gross oh, looking. Oh, God. I'm sorry, yeah. Gohan. And then the other one is just, he's very fast, but he only kicks. He's just a kicking dog. Anyway. Kicking's good. Sure. It's like Sanji from One Piece, who's bad. But kicking's We're talking good. about the 19th episode, or no, the 18th episode, rather, of Dragon Ball, which is called The Turtle Hermit Way. Well, it's the 20th episode of our podcast, right? Uh, sure. Wait, what? Yeah. It's it's the 20th episode of this podcast, because we've oh. covered two movies. Right, right. Yes. Meows. Meows. Um, yeah, we're doing more training. A lot more training. A lot more training. And I think this takes place exactly off, like, the last episode. Yeah, the beginning of it is even, like, a little montage that basically just 
re like hits all the same points as yeah. the last episode. Yeah, because they they finished okay. they did it before breakfast, and now they're gonna do their mid morning training. Right. So it's very weird because like they show us everything that happened in the last episode again, like recapped over the course of like a minute and a half. Yeah. But it's not laziness or anything because it's all new animation. Like it, yeah, there's a, there's one or two shots that I think are recycled, but yeah, there's a lot of new animation of the same shit. Yeah, like it's just it's new dialogue. We get new Chirons telling us what time of day it is to kind of set up the framing device for the episode. Yeah. Does that make you feel more familiar with Chirons? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I totally spies the show that has a lot of Chirons in it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, honestly, got... that's probably the single most enriching thing that's come out of this podcast network, is I know what the word Chiron means. Yeah, yeah. There I never go. heard it before I listened to Totally Reprise. Mm-hmm. Master Roshi has a very good shot where there's just a rooster on his head uh, crowing, and yeah, I like good. it. Yeah, and we get a speech from uh, from the narrator. It's like, Goku and Krillin have learned that it's very important for a warrior to always keep moving. And they, yeah. you know, they run from a dinosaur and shit. Like, it's it's literally everything we saw last time, but just reanimated, which I'm kind of stunned by. Yeah. Like, maybe, again, like, I've gotten to a point in my life where the only television show I'm watching is Power Rangers, because I literally only watch anything if it's for a podcast now. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, I'm so used to, like, the barest possible effort and, like, cutting every conceivable corner and, like, to see them, like, reanimate something where they very easily could have just reused the scenes from before. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just like, wow, this, there was love and craft here, and I don't know how <laughs> to feel about that, because it's still a, a show about the pervert man and his piss children. Yeah, but at least he's not that much of a pervert man this time. He's a True. little bit of one, well, in I, an I, indirect way. I, okay, like, are you talking about the book reading scene? Yeah. Because that's that in the English, too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's that. I, the, we'll, we'll I don't know if they're identical. That. We'll get to it. But, yeah, there's definitely um, something about that scene in the English version. Yeah, yeah there's, de- there's definitely I, that. I watched but... the Japanese version earlier, but I have not watched the English version yet. Sure. The joke is there in the English version. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's precisely the same joke, but, like, yeah, it's, it's basically like we'll right. get, we'll Roshi get only has but, erotic yeah. books. Um, but anyway, so we get the montage of what happened in the last episode, and then we cut to Cobra Kai. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> It's just I this... thought this was going to be another intro to, like, Yamcha and what me he's too. up to. Yeah, me too. Um, but, yeah, we get this other dojo where a bunch of people are training their, uh, like, masters just being like, you, you gotta eat fighting and live fighting and sleep fighting. Um, you see a close-up of, like, a sign that says, uh, I think it says, aim for Tenkaichi. Yeah. Because uh, this is something I was going to bring up at some point or another. The Japanese name of the World Martial Arts Tournament is the Budokai Tenkaichi, which I found some article that was explaining, like, the history of that term and, like, why it's named that. And it's, like, the literal... They were complaining because they think World Martial Arts Tournament is, like, correct, but it doesn't have the same connotation as, like, a translation of it. Mm -hmm. Because it translates to something like Number One Fist Under Heaven. Yeah, Which sounds a lot I cooler. Say, I was going to say ten, it means heaven, so... Right, and Ichi means one. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it, it's... Yeah, the number one fist under heaven, which sounds rad. Yes. Well, I mean, at least now I know why those uh, all those video games were called Budokai. Yes. So. Yes. But so we, but yeah. we basically get shots of other people elsewhere training, and it's to set up a later montage, which right. is kind of weird. But, like, so we see 
we see the dudes in the dojo. We see, like, a massive bearded man in the wilderness cutting trees down both with and without an axe. Yeah. Um, we see a, a boxer doing push-ups, and his coach is yelling at him, like, hey, you better you better keep doing these 3,000 push-ups or you won't make it past the first round. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, these are all some scary men that are, we're probably going to see some more of. I don't remember exactly. At least in this episode. Oh, sure, but I'm, I'm wondering, because I don't remember how the actual tournament, tournament arc goes. I, yeah. I, I'll bet they're at least in, like, some group shots or something. Um, but yeah. then we cut back to Goku and Krillin, exhausted from the milk deliveries. Um, like, grateful that they're done training for the day. And yeah, Roshi's we basically like, oh. redo the, uh, we redo the gag from the end of the last episode. It's like, that was just your early morning training. Now it's time for your right. mid-morning it's training. Like, oh, you poor chumps. You think you're done. Ah, 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 ah. It's funny to me that you children are sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your suffering fuels me. Right. So, uh, he says, it's time for agriculture. And Goku naturally doesn't know what that means. But yeah. Krillin kind of doesn't seem to either, because the Not way he really. explains it to Goku is like, it's playing with dirt. Yeah. And I mean, maybe through a, a certain lens, that's what agriculture sure, is. Sure, that's, that's kind of, you know, it's that's like, an it's, element it's, of it, it's at least. accurate, yeah. Um, Roshi goes to talk to a farmer who has a mm, racist accent in the American version. But I don't know what it's a racist accent of, right? Oh, I've not like, seen okay, so he's got, yet, so I need to hear this. He's he's got one of those like like pointy hats, like sort of the Chinese straw hat, and like so you would think when we say this dude has a racist accent, you'd think we would mean like a Chinese accent, you know, swapping no, us for it, ours and all that. It jet. sounds like no. they're going for like Indian or something. Maybe I don't know what this dude is going for other than I an accent. This. I mean, we don't we do not do this often, but Chelsea, would you mind putting in a little bit of the audio of this dude speaking? I have no idea what this voice actor's going for. Yeah, I don't really either. Of course, Master Roshi. Sure, that's fine. I think I'll just supervise. And now we're going to get in trouble because it's going to turn out that's that guy's real voice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. And that we're the monsters, actually. Uh, that we're in no place to criticize this TV show. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, he arranges to have Goku and Krillin till this man's field for him. And they pick and... up the hose, and they're like, oh, time right. to get to work. Stardew Valley it up in here. But right. he's like, no, you fucking idiots. Use your hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they have to till this entire field, which is, like, on With a bunch of hills. bare hands. With their bare hands. And, I mean, it's Goku, so, like, sure. But also, is that right. even a good way of hoeing? Like, is it gonna be good dirt? Like... I mean, I, I guess if, if the... I, I am not a farmer. I think the point of, like, tilling land is just you want to turn the dirt over and, you know, get all the, the grass uprooted and the, uh, the dirt okay. exposed so you sure, can plant sure. it. Like, I don't think... As I understand it, it's, like... Because of the previous season's crops or what have you, the dirt near the top isn't nutrient rich anymore. Right. So right. You're, you're basically rotating the dirt. I I'm pretty sure that's how that works. I mean, if anyone knows differently, please write in because I don't okay. know what sure. I'm talking about. Most I know about farming is like Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley. So yeah, I just know that yeah, I have yeah. to hoe things. I don't know why. Um, I do like that. Like Goku's going like his digging ahead of him and like going forward while Krillin's going backwards and digging out from like under him. And yeah, I kind of like that detail. <laughs> yeah, sure. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I Roshi do wonder... Just, go ahead. Um, so one of the big important things we're going to find out kind of toward the end is that this is a setup for a daily routine that Goku and Krillin are going to be doing. Yeah. And, like, for How the milk delivery, that makes sense. That happens every day. Right. Everything else they're about to do... Like, well, at least, well, not everything, but some of them are just kind of like you only need to do them once. Like, tilling this field, or... Well, he well, says it's going to be... I, a, he says, in, at least in the Japanese version, he says, like, we're going to do an even bigger field tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, he says the same thing in English, that uh, every day they're going to have to till a slightly bigger field. Um, Yeah, so I, I don't know, I guess the idea is that by the end of this training period, this entire island's going to be tilled. Yeah, because, I mean, it is a pretty big island, as we learned last yeah. time. Yeah. And, like, I guess he's planned it out. Like, this is how much agriculture they do in this amount of time, and that's enough for right. the Kaichi tournament, I guess is how it works. Sure. Uh, you know, don't think about it too hard. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. As shitty as Roshi is, like, this is one thing he's genuinely good at is, like, fucking training people. He's good so... at training people, and again, I talked about it last time, I like that... You know, a lot of the training that he makes them do is stuff that, like, helps other people. Yeah, that's cool. I, like, it's not just go do push-ups all day. It's, you know, go find someone that needs work done and do the work for them. Like, who's yeah, Goku helping by doing push-ups in, in, like, 100 million times gravity? Really? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like a more, like, I guess, uh, charitable version twist on the Mr. Miyagi thing. Yeah, basically. yeah. Um... And did they mention in the, in the English version that it was specifically to work their hands, like make their, make their hands get stronger? Y- yeah, he says yeah. it's it's yeah, to improve okay. the strength and dexterity of their hands. Okay, Although yeah. horrifyingly, Krillin uh-huh. at one point mentions that his fingernails are gone. Yeah, he's worn his fingernails down completely. He says they're, and, fa- oh. they're falling out. I think is what he says in the Japanese. Oh no, in the dub he just says they're gone. He doesn't have yeah. fingernails anymore. Oh, I hate it. And, I hate and, it. I mean, listen, I'm pretty sure those grow back, but still, that's terrifying. Uh, sure, but yeah, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, Emily, I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stop you there, story, too. If this is a story about a fingernail injury, I cannot handle it. Okay, I'll stop. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Thank you. That is, that is one of the few things that I just cannot deal with. Okay. I know that whole part, Chelsea. <laughs> Fingernails and eyes. I just can't do it. Sorry. Gotcha. Don't show me bad things happening to either. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, now that they have tilled this entire field, she's like, oh, good job, but you need to get faster about it. Anyway, let's yeah. go get breakfast. Yeah. We, we have not learned our lesson from last time, so we're still going to head back to the house to... Eat something that launch is prepared for us. But it's good. The food's fine. What happens yeah, is the, the food does look good this time. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, and then, like, this scene made me want to have rice for dinner, and then we did, so that was cool. But, like, <laughs> um, I, I still feel like on some level, this is not a risk you take. Sure. Like, I'm, maybe, I mean, I get it. I get it. Guns are way less of a threat to these characters than they are to me. But, sure. like, they still don't seem fun. Yeah. Like, I, I think at that point, you just don't let launch cook anymore. I mean, like even if she's great at it, it's not worth it's it's not worth that gamble. Yeah. Well, she's in the house regardless. I mean, like it, she would be eating with them regardless, unless they just right. gave her a different room to eat in. It's just well, a should be a fucking idiot and pepper his food like insanely and to make her sneeze. Yeah. yeah well, actually, that's, I feel like entire... I feel like that's uh, I feel like that's partly on Roshi because like you you know what Launch's condition is. She moves in with you. 
there's no pepper in the house ever. Pepper yeah. is banned mm-hmm. for for all time. Yeah, I don't yeah. care how bland it makes your food taste. No more pepper ever. But yeah, no flowers, <laughs> no pepper, no feathers. Like down pillows, yeah. they're gone. Just no. It's all replaced no. with Benadryl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Air uh, filter running twenty four seven. One in every room of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I. I think it would be kind of funny if she changed and she was just like, what's going on here? And like, we're having lunch. She's like, oh. And then just started eating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we kind of alluded to it. But, yeah, she made them lunch. She's very nice. They start eating. Krillin dumps an entire shaker of pepper on his food, makes a big cloud of pepper. She sneezes and starts shooting them. They run away. And I'm sick of lunch's gimmick. <laughs> they could just stop having her in the show now. I'm good. If this is all she's going to ever do. <laughs> I remember yeah. not long ago, you were like, man, I can't believe Launch just eventually goes away from the show. Fucking, I can't believe Akira Toriyama would just forget about this awesome character. Because just... in, the, in her intro episode, she's the best character this show's had so far, but then he does nothing with her. Yeah, like, she's still great. He's just not doing anything with her besides the same tire joke over and over She again. exists entirely just to sneeze and shoot them with an Uzi. Yeah. And it's very dull. It, it's it's Toriyama's fault she's bad because she could have yeah. been really good and he forgot about her because he didn't want to bother doing any effort to make her good. Yeah, pretty much. Now, did but he didn't even take that much effort to. Here's yeah. here's a very real question we, sh- we should consider. Okay. Did we get burned out on this gimmick this quickly because it's it genuinely gets that trite that quickly or because it took us like this long to get through these like four episodes? Um, I think it's a little bit of each. Okay. But they go out to a restaurant to get breakfast instead, and uh, we get the first of many scenes of this show of Goku just horfing down bowl after bowl of rice. Krillin get used too. to that image. Yeah, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. does too, and I, I, I kind of buy it. Like, if oh, you're doing sure. these unbelievable, like, they are beyond they are, human feats of endurance. They're like, burning like. Hundreds of thousands of calories a day. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like that whole thing about how like uh in in Justice League about how the Flash has to eat like twenty thousand donuts every morning or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love that. Just, yeah, that's the most yeah. appealing thing about being the Flash would be how much food you'd have to eat. <laughs> how many donuts you could eat? Well, yeah. not just donuts, like burgers, like all the sure. food. Ah, oh, God, and they never yeah. get you yeah. never get fat, and it would be great. Yeah. Um. But like they 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 Goku starts to sneeze and these guys have PTSD now. <laughs> because yes, because they everyone gets up and runs and cowers in the corner when Goku sneezes because it doesn't. They don't think about the fact that only yeah. launch sneezes are bad. Well, it's it's just Krillin and Roshi and everyone right, yeah. else in the restaurant looks at them funny and then they get embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they've been traumatized by how many times they've been shot with a gun. I mean, although, let's be honest, considering how strong Goku eventually becomes, his sneezes probably also get pretty scary, too. Yeah. But, yeah, they finish eating. Uh, there's a lot of good clinking sounds in this show. The plates. Anytime <laughs> when he was eating, like, the, the dishes clinking, it's always very good. The Foley work in this show is very... It's very, very of its time. In, sure. In kind of an endearing way. Yeah. Um, but then we learn that Roshi is not just going to work them to death. He is going to give them a break from physical activity. Because the rest of the morning is devoted to a study session. Where they have to learn math and literature. Because what good's a strong body if you don't know how to use it? Which, yeah, I, I appreciate that. There are, there are 
there are bits and pieces. There, there's light that shines through the cracks. That well, like the thing is, is that is that it was like really cool that he's gonna teach them literature. It was a really nice right. thing he was doing, but then it's erotic fiction. Yeah, he tells Goku mm. to start reading uh, from the the book, and somehow he got like. It looks like a school book on the outside, but Goku starts to read. So, yeah. And it's... It, I don't know what the Japanese version is, but the American version is, like, a woman, like, licking a man's foot? <laughs> Something it's like practically that. practically that, except that... Okay, like, I'm gonna rewatch in Japanese right now and make sure, but yeah. I'm gonna say, from remembering, it's the same joke except that it's a guy and a girl's like saying my mom will be home soon we can't do this you know what as i'm okay you know what i'm reading the actual dialogue in the american version and if if it was not associated with master roshi like eh, i'd probably still think it's there's something up but it's not explicitly like a sexy situation it's just a girl tickling a guy's foot yeah, like and, I, th- and I think in their head they thought they were safe, but they're really not. But yeah, and he's like, hee hee, that tickles don't. Mama yes. will soon be home, you know, said Margaret. This is a Japanese one. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, we get we get a pretty good reaction shot from Krillin as he realizes what's happening. Uh, yeah. But, but what here's what I was going to say I'm, is I'm like... continuing here. However, Bob forced himself... Oh, jeez. Yeah. That is not a good choice of I, language. I, I mean, like, and it sounds like she's like... Hee hee, stop! You know, like so. It's probably not that, but it's not a right. Good but just not a language. good, not a good choice of words. Yeah, and like, the- and I think it's interesting that like the, the the way they tried to like make it better is that it's a girl who's doing it to yeah. a guy instead of a guy doing it to a girl, which is that's true. It's interesting that they decided to make that change. Yeah, the uh, the American version is like, yeah, hee hee, stop! That tickles Susie. Bill said. But Susie yeah. did not stop, holding his foot lightly in her hand, and then it just cuts off to the next scene. I thought you assumed oh. it was licking, but it could have just been tickling. You know, I guess you're right. I guess I'm the monster. I guess <laughs> I'm the pervert. You just in- but, Hey, Luke, there's nothing wrong with wanting to get your foot licked. It's fine. I don't know mm. if I want that, actually. Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't think I want that either, <laughs> but... <laughs> if, you're, if you're Cassie in the background there. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I love her. Yeah. So, uh, but what I was gonna say is... We, st- we still get these bits and pieces of, like, a good version of Master Roshi just peeking right? yeah. through. And yeah. the more it happens, the more frustrated I get. Yep, I agree wholeheartedly. Because this is the Master Roshi I remember. I had, like, selectively forgotten all of the bad shit. Listen, that happens. Because, like, okay, like, yesterday I wanted to show Cassie Fairy Tale, which is another okay. shonen manga slash anime. And I'm like, no, nothing bad happens in Fairy Tale. It's fine. Like, it's a happy show about you know found family and and like there's these cool characters and all the main characters are really good and i don't think there's anything bad in it and then there is bad there's a lot of bad there was so much bad and i felt so embarrassed that i showed her this anime that was like so bad like there's a there's a character who's like a cross-dresser and it's the joke that he's this cross-dresser and and there's like a thing with like the girl getting uh, kidnapped by a gorilla who's like clearly yeah. like ooh woman like and like ah oh, god like why and like there's so much good in that show why does there have to be bad stuff in there too yeah hey hey kids uh, folks at home listen if there's any lesson you learn from us it's that anime will break your heart 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even like a show, uh, Cassie show me, Hunter Hunter, which has been really good, had one thing where it's like, there's a character of ambiguous gender who's like, guess if I'm a girl or a guy, and like, ah, oh, fuck off. Like, yeah. Why? Why is it always a transphobia? Yeah. <sighs> uh, so, basically, uh, we get a math lesson now. And uh, there's actually a decent gag in the dub where, like, right. Krillin tries to solve for X, and then he's like, wait, how do you spell X? Um, yeah. And then... is just like, ugh, you know what, we're done. <laughs> yeah, that's it for math for today. Let's go get some lunch. With with our friend Lunch. And, hey. um, yeah. And then there's uh, the, the, the other gag that Lunch can do, because Lunch right. has exactly two jokes. One where she yeah. sneezes, and one where she almost sneezes and doesn't. Uh-huh, yes. And this is the second one. Yep. Uh, and yeah. That's, that's pretty much that. Mm-hmm. The, she... I still like her, because she's adorable, but yeah. I, I I like her on paper. I She's just... The way they use her is so boring. Yeah. Like, if they, uh, just, if they could do just literally anything else with her. Yeah. Anything else. S- something that just isn't nose-based in some way. Right. <laughs> Nose based. But uh they cut to Goku, Roshi, and Krillin on hammocks in the woods, and he tells them like this is you know, we're gonna spend an hour in the middle of the day here napping because we work hard in the morning and then we're gonna eat well and sleep well, and that's how you that's the best way to learn. And like again, I like that they're showing this element of it that it's not just like work, work, work all the time. Like he does have an element of like no, no no resting is an important part of this also we also get like a weirdly <laughs> sort of sort of heartfelt montage here where goku's like but master what if what if we're like sleeping and everyone else is training and getting stronger than us and roshi like yeah gives him a speech about how like listen goku every every like warrior knows that like occasionally you need to rest occasionally you need to recover yeah and then and we, we get, get another a... montage of all the fighters from the beginning and it's just a nap time around the world i love it <laughs> and like the the blue-haired axe man is so cute <laughs> he's just he's he gets up on the log and he puts his hands on there he's adorable <laughs> the dude's in the in the cobra kai dojo and there's like the joke about how one of them is like splayed out from under his blanket yeah, and like yeah, it's it's honestly kind of cute, and then and then we get the eye catch in the middle of the episode. Yeah, it's it's a weirdly cute moment. <laughs> yeah. That boxer just asleep in the middle of the boxing ring while his trainer is like asleep on the edge of it. Yeah, well, they're, they're both like sleeping together. It's weird. Yeah, but then uh, nap time's over, and for the mid afternoon training, they go to a construction site. Where, again, Roshi's just being a good dad in this episode, because now he's like, now I want you kids to get a job while you're doing this to make some money. Well, he, like, that's, talks... that's not necessarily a good dad move. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, at some level, I feel like Roshi's keeping the money. Well, no, he tells them, like, this is a good way for you to make some money while you're training. Well, I know, but I just mean, like, I mean, yeah, I guess they're exceptional kids who are going to be like, but kids shouldn't be working. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> I mean, but I mean yeah. kids shouldn't be hoeing an entire field with their bare hands either, yeah, you know? I'm, I'm just saying that, like, the good dad thing is, like, because actual parents will force their kids to get jobs sure. too early. of course. I mean, he is very extremely their dad, right down to the secret porn stash and the... <laughs> yeah, the no, creep, you're not but, wrong. You I know, mean, and, and yeah. get me a beer, son, kind of thing. Right, yeah. Um, but so... 
they're gonna they're gonna basically dig out this construction site and also uh, flatten the dirt some as well. Yeah. And, and at least this time, Roshi's like, okay, you can actually use tools now, but no power tools. Yeah. I'm, give, I'm giving you shovels, wheelbarrows, and a, a manual. I don't know what the like manual version of a steamroller is called. It's just a big fucking roller. roller. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, uh, like he mentions to the guy, like you should probably pay them like five times the usual amount. And he's like, "What are you serious? That's that's crazy." And then he's they... like, "When you see how fast they work, you'll you'll see." And then in the middle of this montage, we actually get probably. Probably the first real character development Krillin has gotten thus far. Yeah, we get some backstory for Krillin where he is... Yeah, it's good. He's very tired, but he tells himself, like, no, you gotta keep at it until you're strong enough to beat them. And we get a flashback to him at his old dojo where he is just getting the shit beaten out of him by five grown men. Yeah, the, yeah this shit is what... Like, I could understand it if there were, like, schoolyard bullies, but these are just five adults beating the shit out of and this, like, all, ten-year-old. And they're all monks. Yeah. Like, what the yeah, fuck? The, what the fuck? Isn't yeah. there, like... Doesn't being a monk involve, like, I don't know, searching for inner peace or something? An honor I thought so, but I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's really just them talking about how they don't get why... Like, the master of the dojo lets Krillin stay, but, you know, hey, we're just gonna keep beating the shit out of you as long as you're here, so... And yeah, yeah. they just wail on him! Yeah, and Krillin gets so mad that when we cut back from the flashback, he, he like, slams his pickaxe into the ground so many times that it, like, it snaps in half and, the and like, the blade goes flying. Right. And lands, like, on the ground, like, right next to Roshi and, like, the foreman... And they yeah. freak out real quick, and it's like, okay, yeah, you, you got it. I'll pay them the the the, the uh, expanded fee. You right. got it. Uh, and- yeah. So then Roshi takes him to their next training exercise, which is at a huge lake, and uh, he tells them that they just have to swim ten laps around this lake. Which at first they st- like what they're kind of like, laps? oh god. I thought it was just one side to the other. Uh, in the American version, at least, it says ten laps. I don't remember. I, I'm not gonna yeah. check. <laughs> I mean, I, um, I'm pretty sure just going to one end and back is still called a lap. In, like, yeah, but, like, swimming. once. Because it looks right. like ten laps, so... Yeah. But, uh, Goku starts to get a little frustrated and wants to know when Roshi is gonna start teaching them martial arts instead of just making them do training exercises. Yeah, and he straight up says, like when you're actually strong enough to handle the moves I'm going to show you. Right, he says, I'm not going to teach you anything until you can move this rock, and he points to this huge boulder, and Krillin's like, "What? no, that's not possible. And Roshi grabs onto it and sort of braces himself, and he manages to move it a couple inches. And then he, like, turns around to be like, yeah, see? So shut the hell up, I know better than you. But Goku's already gone off to find another boulder. Yeah, I think it's really cute because he, yeah, it, it, it pans the Roshi and it pans it back and, and Goku's not there anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> and Roshi is, like, kind of mad that Goku's even trying to do this. But Goku not only pushes the rock, he, like, runs against the rock and, like, moves it way more than Roshi moved his. Yeah. He's like, see, I'm that strong now. Okay, teach me the moves. Yeah. And but Roshi, then, Roshi yeah. does, like, this, this, he bluffs basically. He's just like, yeah, well, I actually meant this even bigger, huge fucking rock. And like, oh, wow. And Goku tries to move it and can't. It's like, well, okay, Master Roshi, can you show us how it's done then? And he's like, um, 
uh, back to training. We're wasting precious time. Kind of looks yeah. like he's about to do it, and then he doesn't. I, I, I'm surprised Natsuroshi can't do that, though, because he's supposed to be pretty strong. And, like, I, I will has, say... He, he, he leveled an entire mountain to rubble not, <laughs> near the beginning I of mean, the show. I mean, it was it was a key attack, but, like, um, like I, he, he also doesn't, like, hulk out. So maybe that's, true. that's the kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Maybe it's like that would have been, like, he'd be done for the day if he did that. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, so it's, uh, it's time for more of... <coughs> One of the top five things that Dragon Ball loves that are terrible. Uh, time for some little boy dick, and uh, it's yep. time for Goku and Krillin to do some swimming. Yeah, it's again. I think it's just a cultural thing where, like, it's not that that's like being emphasized, but they strip down to swim. Oh, no, they're like little tiny, like little like they're just little bumps. Like they aren't like detailed yeah, or right. anything. Like, sure, sure, sure. But like they strip down to swim, and like they do one not. Thing that's that I find weird. Goku leaves on his wristbands. Yeah, he does. And I, uh, but yeah, I don't they, they know just, why. Uh, they, they, like don't go, they don't go. go out of their way to, like, hide the the penises, you know? No, yeah. yeah. But so they, they go in to do, to do laps, and it turns out this lake is filled with sharks somehow. Look, I mean, like, yeah. when me and Cassie Freshwater watching, sharks. She literally said, like... Oh, there's there's sharks in that lake, and I'm like, oh, or a sea monster or something, and then there's sharks. And Master Roshi, the Japanese set version, says like, there's sharks in there for some reason. Ah! <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, like, they cut out the for some reason in the American. It's, it's really good. That would make it so much better. <laughs> That's really like, funny. And he's like, though. I don't fucking know, guys. <laughs> yeah. And then like, Krillin and Goku swim away from the shark for a while. They get to the other side and like get out of the water um, to try and get away from the shark. Understandably. Sure. And it turns out the other side of the lake has a, a fucking dinosaur, and they're like, oh god, okay, damned if you do, damned if you don't. I will say I did Google freshwater shark, Exist. and I do have the bull shark, which can swim between salt and freshwater, and are found in tropical rivers around the world. Yeah, there are freshwater sharks for sure. Uh, also, river sharks, true freshwater sharks found in fresh and brackish water in Asia and Australia. So, there you go. Oh. Well, alright. I, st- I stand corrected, as yep. I often do. Um... So, but yeah, so Goku and Krillin just kind of do laps in this lake while swimming away from a shark. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, then now that that's done, they have another training exercise to do. Their last one of the day, where Roshi ties a rope around a tree and then ties the rope around their waists and explains this is a dodging exercise. It'll teach them agility and how to dodge attacks in a con- when their movement is restricted. Yeah, because they, they, the ropes will keep them from going only so far from the tree. Yes. And then it turns out the tree has a hornet's nest, which Roshi yeah. just hits with his cane and then gets to a safe distance. It's just like, good luck, boys! And yeah, we just we get to watch uh, our heroes, Son Goku, and his best friend Krillin get killed by bees. And yeah, yeah, unfortunately they're both deathly allergic to bee stings, and they're dead, and Dragon Ball's over. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Also, Master Roshi isn't actually at safe distance, because he does get stung once. Yeah. Yeah. A big old thing on the back of his head. But he's on the logic, so he's fine. They're just dead, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, Goku and Krillin, for for real, though, they come back, and they're just covered in these exaggerated cartoon swollen bumps. Yeah, Krillin has, like, a bee sting that is swollen up over his eye so big that it's, like, sagging down over his eye. Yeah, yeah it, it all looks real bad. Uh, I got hit in the face as a kid with, like, got a lump that was like that. It was real rough. Oof. And then, uh, 
and then Krillin basically says like, gee, gee, uh, uh, Master Roshi, I really hope the training gets easier from here on. And then Roshi's like, no, man, if anything, it's going to get harder. Because tomorrow you're going to do everything again while wearing these 50-pound turtle shells. Yeah. He says there are 20, uh, seems like it, he says they're 20 seems like... kilos in the Japanese version. Which mm. I think is more than 50 pounds. Let's find out. Kilos, two pounds. Uh, let's see, 50 pounds. Oh, no, it's about 50 pounds. 50 pounds is 22 kilos. So, yeah, it's, it's about the same. It's actually slightly lighter in oh, the Japanese. Okay, cool. Well, all um, right. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's the episode. And nearest I can tell, next week is the tournament. Uh, yeah, I think the tournament starts next week. I think it's probably... I haven't watched the episode, but I'm guessing there's maybe a very quick little montage of them doing this every day. And then going yeah, off I mean, the, to the... the thumbnail has uh, has them, them in, in suits. These really sharp suits. Yeah, because yeah. they're, they're getting dressed up to go to the tournament. Right, right. But yeah, that's uh, that's sort of the second episode in a row that's basically just a training montage. But we made it. Whew. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I liked this one. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 a, it's a fun episode. It's pretty good, yeah. Because uh, You know what, I'll say, even the joke about Roshi being a pervert in this one with the book is kind of a funny joke. I mean... Yeah. Like, I... divorced from the rest of the context. If you took this one episode by itself, I think that's a funny joke. I mean... Yeah. He's making minors read porn for him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> porn, it's erotica. Yeah, come on. Oh, <laughs> it's classy. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, listen. It's I, I get what you're saying, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to have to repeat, but Bob forced himself on her. Okay, yeah, that wording is is not the best. That's not, yeah, I did forget about that. The American version of it, as usual, is better. Yeah, it is, and like, it's not the worst he's been. Sure. But I don't want to discount it either. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Uh, we put out the question post last week during that recording, so we do have questions this time. Yeah, we should probably just keep doing that. So let's uh, go ahead and put out the question post now. Yeah, yeah. Before I start, let me hold. That means I gotta log into the the Hiffle Twitter account at Hifflecast, which you can follow. To, to uh, you know, um, ask us about sharp suits. Let's see. Hit the. So you can see the how I retweeted uh, Chelsea's great drawing of Krillin, uh, who's grilling burgers, and he's got an apron that Wait, just says she, Grillin. She drew what? Yeah, you should look at the Hiffle account. She well, drew I'm a grill and that grillin'. now. <laughs> ah, it's cute. <laughs> All right, let's I, I kind of want that alternate universe where, like, the George Foreman grill is is hawked by by Krillin. Oh man, yeah. Like, I I used to be one of the most powerful warriors in the universe, but I got outclassed as as Z wore on. But now I'm I've got a new a new career. I'm um I've got these really great grills. They they really uh. The really destructo disc out the fat. I I do like that. I, I made a question post way back when and included a photo, and that's the our only media that we have on our hip feed, and it's a hang out face Bulma in a bunny suit. As it should be. <laughs> so let's 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 read some of these questions, why don't we? Alright, yeah, let's take a look here. We have got uh let's see. We got a lot of Stardew Valley questions because we talked about the farming scene at the start of this. Uh, speaking of Chelsea, she did ask, Luke, 
tell us about your Stardew farm. I started I playing that. that game recently. That's, uh, that's a pretty good game. I got a bunch of uh, land I done tilled. Um, right now it's got a lot of cauliflower because I'm in spring. Um, I got a lot of uh, chickens that I make mayonnaise out of their eggs with. That's kind of the main thing I got going on. Built some, some casks to make wine out of the the wild plums my fruit bats find for me. Way That's farther right. ahead than I ever did. I, I just get overwhelmed and I'm like, I don't know what I should do each day and I feel like I'm going to fuck up. That's kind of what happens when well, I play that. You kind of can't fuck up. That's the thing. Well, there's only so much time you have, right? No. I mean, there's a there's like a, after three years, the ghost of your grandfather comes back and either tells you you did a good or bad job, but you can keep playing after he leaves. Well, I want to do a good job. <laughs> but also, fuck that guy. Like, who cares what he thinks? But, but I want to do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, let's, let, let, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, tilling the soil, master the land, all that jazz. But let's get to the real important thing. Which of the locals did you fuck? Uh, um, Hello, um, Michael. God, I haven't opened the game in a little while. I'm blanking on her name. Leah, there we go. The, like, artist girl that lives in the woods. Yeah, she's cool. Right, I, cool. I'm going to... I'm definitely gonna go for Abigail when I play, because she's, she's the nerd girl, with purple hair, and that's just my girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Abigail is also good. Um, what about you, Mike? I have never played Stardew Valley. Oh, I see how it is. I also, see. I it's like not, how it's not a game for me. I like how Abigail eats rocks. That's pretty cool. Uh, wait, what? Does she have Pika? No, no. Like, okay, there's a glitch in the game where they fucked up with her voice lines. Or not voice lines, but her text text dialogue. Where like, I think Abigail's the name of the goth girl. Whatever, it, whatever the goth girl is, she yeah, it's Abigail. Okay, you you give her. She likes gems, so you right. give her some amethyst. And she's like, oh, thanks. How'd you know I was hungry? That sounds to me like she's just got pika. No, she eats rocks because she's amazing. <laughs> like I watched I watched a pro Jared video and it was a really good joke where like she says that and he just kind of like gets shocked for a minute and he's all like. She's perfect! <laughs> I was going to make a joke about how she's... Oh, oh! I guess she's just one of... And then I tried to remember some fictional character that eats rocks, because I know there's a few, like and I'm totally Gorons. blanking. Uh, Gorons eat rocks, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. We've got uh, from Gwen. What is the most effective training technique? Weighted gear, super gravity, or experiencing time at an accelerated rate? Those are all things that are going to happen later on in this show, Mike. Do they experience time accelerated, or do they experience time at a decelerated rate? I guess it's a decelerated rate, yeah. The hyperbolic time yeah. chamber mm. makes time move slower, so you can get a year's worth of training in in a single day. I just want do you, that. Do you still, so like, can... age a year no. in Yeah, there? you do. Yes, you do, yeah. Okay. Um... I still want that, though, for, like, oh, I have a day off. Guess go to go right. spend a year. <laughs> yeah, but you're out. by yourself the entire time. What if it I seems bring like... my partners with me? <laughs> so yeah, but you have like nothing to do. Like that'd be fun for maybe a week if Luke, you brought a lot of board games. Look, how much do you think I have to do in my room right now? Yeah, but I don't know if you can get electricity I... or like the internet. And in... I don't think you can get the internet in the hyperbolic time I chamber. Don't need it. Just bring fucking like Final Fantasy V with me. I'll be good. <laughs> okay, that's so maybe an eighty-hour game. You have I'll bring a whole lots year of time of games. to fill. I'll bring lots of games with me. I think I don't... you'd go crazy. I don't really have an answer here, except to point out that I think weighted gear and super gravity are effectively the same thing. 
kind of, uh, certainly in the no, way no, Dragon Ball okay, uses for, them, yeah. For one thing, I would bring lots of stuff to do, and it'd be fine. It wouldn't be much different than my life right now, because I wouldn't have to work. Secondly, I can always not stay there for a whole day. Yeah, that is true. If, mm-hmm. like, hypothetically, a hypothetical hyperbolic time chamber where that I could just, like, dip into when I, like, needed, you know... When I, like, didn't feel like getting up yet and could just go nap for three more hours before work and not actually be late for work, that'd be great. That's not training, though. What's the best training method, is what Gwen asked. I, I think that the hyperbolic... Probably the hyperbolic the, time chamber. It's the best, definitely, for um speed, but, like, for actual, like, training, it seems that the gravity does really well for them. I mean, it works out well for them, but I guess, in my thinking, like, whatever training method you're using, you're better off when you have more time to do it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, I think the fundamental difference here is, are we talking anime rules or actual real life? Because I'm pretty sure an actual real life weighted gear will just fuck you up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, 100%. real bad. So, weighted but gear anime exists, rules, but... probably super gravity is probably the best way to go. They do make weighted gear. Like, I, I bought that before, but I bought these, like, ankle weights just because I was an anime yeah, but, nerd. And, like, yeah, but the idea is you put them on, like, for an exercise and then take them back off. You don't wear them all day, every day. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Because, like, I've worn ankle weights while, like, walking, and, like, they rattle around and really hurt your shins after not that long. The ones I had were padded, so they didn't really hurt. They just were sure. heavy. And that hurts eventually, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. We've got one. Oh, you got what, one what is cosplay actually as a follow-up? What about shadow clones? Mm. And based on what folks have told me, again, I haven't actually watched Naruto, but as I understand it, like, he remembers things his clones learn. Yes. There's a really good... Oh, so, sure. So you get the benefit. You get the benefit of the hyperbolic time chamber in that you can basically just like train a hundred times faster, but without the accelerated aging. Right. It's like you're working in parallel instead of serial. Yeah. Like there's there's a, there's an arc in Naruto where he's training and how to figure out how to add air element to his Rasengan, and he just makes a hundred clones. Who was, are, was it on this podcast that you told us the story? I told Might somewhere, but yeah, like it, I'll just tell it again really quickly. He, he makes a hundred clones, and he makes them all do training, and every time they pop, the rest of them gain the knowledge, and at one point, he sends a clone off to get like advice from a teacher, and then it pops, and then all get the information at once, and it's like... Man, yeah, okay, that one wins by... L- like no contest. Yeah, it's really good, and also he uses it like in fights to do like simulations on how something might work. Well, he'll, like, right. try something out and be like, okay, that didn't work, but now I know what went wrong because my clone's information's in me, and he, I'm not dead. So, like, yeah. it's yeah. It, they, they, Naruto's not the best, but they do some interesting stuff with the Shadow Clones that I really appreciate. It just occurred to me, because at this point in my life, I think my shonen anime of choice is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which I just realized has no training whatsoever. Like, they're just cool already. That is cool. There's training in in one part of it, I guess, in, in uh, what's it called? Battle Tendency. Cassie's but other than that, me, I don't think anyone trains. Cassie's been getting me into Hunter Hunter. I don't know if there's training stuff in that or not. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. definitely training stuff. Oh, there's some training stuff in that, she's telling me. <laughs> you know what that the, is? The... I, I got a question, Luke. Yeah. Um, you've talked a lot about JoJo's War Adventure, but I've never once heard you mention a tournament. Is there a tournament in JoJo's? No, there, there's not, but in some ways... Parts of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure are structured similarly to how a tournament arc would work, but there's never an official, like, we're all going into this arena to fight each other. But there is, like, like Stardust Crusaders, which is kind of the, like, the JoJo arc for a lot of people, 
is them traveling from Japan to Egypt, and, like, every leg of their trip, they get confronted by another bad guy with another weird superpower that they gotta deal with. Um, which kind of ends up being the same thing on paper as a tournament arc, where it's just, we need an excuse to make you fight a different new bad guy every week, but it's not the same thing. Okay. I, I, yeah, I don't know, there's, there's, like, a lot of arcs in Shonen like that, where it's, like, there's, like... The, the crew are going out to do a, a, a specific mission and yeah. one by one they get paired off in the fights. That happens in Bleach, it happens in Naruto. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, And yeah. that kind of is what, describing what you're describing a little bit, but different. Kind of, like, the way JoJo's, like, the way Stardust Crusaders works, because that's, that's the best template to go with here, is like, we're in Japan, we need to get to Egypt, alright, let's get on an airplane. Oh no, there's a bad guy in the airplane, and we beat him, but he crashed the plane, but we survived, let's get on a boat. Oh no, the boat got sunk by another bad guy, but there's a new boat to pick us up. Oh, this whole boat is a bad guy. Shit. That's really cool. <laughs> All right, I guess we made it to India. Let's just drive until we can't anymore. Oh no, we're being run off the road by another bad guy who is a car. Like, it's it's that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Wait, do they have to fight Turbo Teen? Is that what's happening? They, they fight a man whose stand power is just a cool-looking car. It's like a pink car with spikes on it. And you never see him. You just see his big, beefy arm hanging out the window. And finally, they, like, beat his stand, and it dispels. And he's this weird little wimpy dude who just has one beefy arm. God. It's wow. very good. <laughs> uh, but, anyway... And the, the, the weird little dude with one beefy arm is how uh, the JoJo's universe connects with the uh, the M. Night Shyamalan universe. It's how those two... God oh, yeah, tie. from Lady in the Water, of course. Yeah. Very important <laughs> to keep the cinematic universes uh, straight, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Lady in the Water. Uh, no, you know what? I have to admit, I, I misremembered a little bit. He has two beefy arms, but the rest of him is wimpy. He looks oh, well, very that's... strange now that I'm looking at him. <laughs> okay. So okay, so he's basically mugshot from Sly Cooper then. Sure. Why not? Uh anyway, let's move on to a new question. <laughs> let's see. Uh from Enion, when and how long was Bulma's objectivist phase? I mean probably her whole life, right? <laughs> what I mean, yeah. Does she have to yeah. have objectivist phase? I mean, she was born into wealth, and she works in tech. She's a rich inventor who marries like, a, like a Superman, like the second strongest man in the universe, who prides himself on his strength and superiority. Oh, your silence, Emily. I don't exactly know what objectivism is. I'm looking it up. Oh, it's, it's um, it's it's uh, it's fuck it's you like, got me out, got mine, but as a philosophy. Yeah. It it is libertarian but more so. It's it's the idea that some people are just better than others and we should treat them as though they're better than others. That's horrible. Yeah, it, but like, and the, also the, the crux of it philosophically <laughs> is like is the is is A is A. Like everything is what it is because it's the only thing that it can be. The thing is yeah, it is actually in practice it, it it is in practice actually just a roundabout way to justify like the wealthy not giving up their wealth or donating to charity or anything because it's like well I got rich because I'm just a better person this is where right. I'm supposed like, to be like it's, Atlas it's Shrugged which yeah, is like the story that is like the objectivist like thing is about all the like brilliant people of the world 
going off to form their own society, and the world society collapses without them to support it. And they should just let all of the parasites die off because they're not as good as them. Yeah, they're not as good as us, and we're really good at building trains. Yeah, it's... mm. Anyway, because yeah, there's, yeah. there's like on it's, top of, on top of the really shitty philosophy of that book, also it's super dated because it's all about how great trains are. Right. Um. Yeah. That that's a better explanation of this dictionary thing, which I didn't really understand. It said the belief that certain things, especially moral truths, exist independently of human knowledge or perception of them. Sure. Like that's part of it, but then which moral truths they decide are the like objective yeah, ones that exist outside of us are the are where it becomes real dirtbaggy. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Here's the thing, like they, they I, I knew they it was bad, their, the, the... but I didn't know what it right. was, and I'm dumb sure. and I feel very embarrassed for being so dumb right now. No, <laughs> no. I mean listen, yeah. people have different, you know, spheres of knowledge. Yeah, the, the thing is, like, the philosophy is about everything being, like, there being the centered objective truth, but also they use the word objective in the same way that assholes on the internet tend to use the word objective. Yeah, like, exactly, you know, exactly. Yeah. Anywho, is it... <laughs> this is a Dragon Ball podcast. Yeah, the thing is, like, uh, the, the one thing I will say is, basically the only thing that kept objectivism from taking off as much as it could have early on among, like, the, the American right is they're also very anti-religious. Yeah. Like, their yeah. whole thing is, like, their whole thing is, like, wait, this dude who got nailed to a cross is telling me I need to give my money to the poor? Fuck right, you. Right, right, right. So, yeah. yeah. Anyhow, let's move on. Uh, from Frankie Garza. If you had to have hey, weighted training... If you had to have weighted training animal parts other than shells, what would it be? Example, horns, tails, hoods, etc. Hmm. Hmm. Just some like really stately antlers. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really debating whether or not I should put Emily on blast right now. <laughs> just go ahead. I mean, she was probably about to do it to herself. Just go, just go ahead. Just go do it. Just do I mean, it. Dog collar. God damn know. it! That wasn't what I was gonna say, but that's very good. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, that's not really. I mean, mm. that's something an animal wears. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say any excuse to have puppy ears and tail, I'll take. <laughs> yeah, but if the puppy ears were, like, 800 pounds apiece, would you still want them? I mean... I mean, it's for, if it's for getting stronger. 800 pounds would just murder me, so it's like... And that's not even how yeah. much... Like, the turtles are 50 pounds, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> your, your weighted training leash. I think 50 pounds on your head would still be a real rough time. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like that would do something to your neck! Listen, yeah. I could start lower, like, 2 pound. That's good. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, actually, we actually missed a similar question from at Pidmon. What would your weighted training clothes be? And sure. I think just I don't know, just a jumpsuit. Yeah, just some just some weighted training sweatpants. I'd want a cloak yeah. like Piccolo. I like Piccolo's yeah. cloak. It's cool. Yeah, it is a cool cloak. Um, let's see. We've got uh, just how effective is it to farm without tools? Well, if you're Goku, like it's fine. Otherwise, it's not very effective at all. That's why we invented them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that one was from, uh, at Dory Mingu. Uh, also from at Pidmon, what would the Hifflecast multiplayer Stardew farm be like? What's the collective favorite? Uh, wait, what, what do you the... mean with the collective favorite? I don't remember. They're, they're adding multiplayer to Stardew Valley, so right, I, don't, yeah, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I have no idea how that works. I don't remember what the 
I don't remember a favorite being a thing in That's Stardew. Awesome. It sucks so much that Cassie doesn't like Stardew because we would have so much fun <laughs> playing that together. You're playing yeah. it now. You made your own right file. Now. Yeah. Good girl. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. We'd probably just make like some crops. I don't know. I mean, I. You said, I you, said you can make. Uh, you said you can make wine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna become an. Uh, I'm gonna become a liquor baron. I sure, want to take care so. of the animals. I want to play with the chooks and, and the cat or dog or whatever and take care of the horses and the cows. That's what I want to do. Okay, great. Okay, I know it's slang for a chicken, but chook has always sounded like a racial slur to me. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's, 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 that's that it always makes me brace myself a little bit. Like, uh, Ardman had that cartoon back in the day that was like chop, uh, chopsaki chooks, which was like, like, like kung fu exploitation chickens, and I was just like, oh god, everything about this is terrible. That is really bad, I'm sorry, but I was, I was, um... I mean, the thing is, like, deep down I know it's not, but it sounds like one so much. Yeah, that's like me and guacamole, short form guac. It just sounds like a racial slur. I, yeah, I, I see what you mean. Um, yeah. That's what an uncomfortable. That was an uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What are the Dragon Ballers' favorite desserts? Goku probably likes a good, um, like bread pudding. He wants something like hearty, you know. Hmm. I I picture Krillin being really into pumpkin pie. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Krillin loves those roasted chestnuts. Because he's a mm-hmm. chestnut. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> launch is all about ice cream sundae. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. it's it's got to be like a two flavor thing, right? Like I think, it's, it's I think vanilla she, one side, chocolate the other. I think she'd like floats too. Yeah, I don't know why I'm getting the float feel from her. Mm-hmm. Roshi probably likes um, boob cakes. Just drinking chocolate syrup right from the bottle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say his favorite dessert is beer. Yeah, exactly. He has beer floats. Bulma <laughs> likes a really like fancy like ice cream parfait. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah yeah. 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 Uh, Yamcha just wants a chocolate cake. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, would, I totally, I totally agree there. I, I hate yeah. how much uh, we're agreeing on these things. Oolong mm. wants what? Oolong just wants a Twinkie. Yeah. Uh, Poir. Poir, I could like, see. I want I think like strawberry cheesecake. Yeah. 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 Okay. Or a, stra- or a strawberry if... shortcake, one of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like an angel food cake with some strawberries on it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know we kind of made a joke about, uh, I don't know why, I don't know why in my mind, just because he had a beer one time, Roshi, the Roshi I have in my head is slowly, like, mutating into a redneck. He has, he has a lot of beers for the series. Like, you see him drinking beer a lot, actually, like. Yeah, okay. he does drink a lot of beer. Just in 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 my mind, it's some. I, I think maybe it's just the fact that he's also really shitty. But like, sure. G- gradually, the vision of Master Roshi that I have is slowly turning into Larry the Cable Guy for some reason. <laughs> oh God! All right, I think that about does it for questions. There's a few more, but they're kind of repeats of things we've already answered. Yeah, well, the, the, I think the only one we missed is just if you ran a farm, what would you grow? Right. Well, I think we covered that with the, the multiplayer Stardew option. Yeah, like you know, f- f- food. Probably some like <laughs> some like I mean, strawberries. I made a joke about like uh, I made a joke about being like a wine lord, but honestly, I could I could I could grow some grapes. 
I like, sure. I like strawberries. I want to eat all the strawberries that I grow. It'd be yeah. good. Yeah, okay. Uh, Luke would uh, want to grow a giant beanstalk so he could climb up and meet a giant I don't, lady. That's <laughs> not... Mm, <laughs> taken. Excuse you. Did they, did they cancel that? Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, they, that Disney movie? Yeah, they canceled it. I'm just saying, you want to make friends with giant ladies? Listen. Where can people find you online, Emily? <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that story typically goes, is the thing. <laughs> oh, do you remember... Um, do you remember back in the day when I, I can't remember if it was NBC or ABC, but like there was a thing where like made for TV movies based on like modern reinterpretations of fairy tales were a big deal for a while. Yeah. And like there was like a Jack and the Beanstalk thing, but it was supposed to be like, oh no, it was really just a bad misunderstanding. And like the world of the giants are still super pissed at Jack and his descendants. And, and like, it's this whole Vaguely. fucking thing. Jack the giant Vaguely. slayer or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I I, I always wanted to watch that movie because it looked kind of interesting, to be honest. There was also, but there was also a weird thing where like time flowed differently in the cloud world at the top of the beanstalk. So like for us, that happened like back in medieval times, but for them, it was like a couple months ago. That's it was weird. really weird. I don't know. Go anyway, ahead. yeah, Emily, where can people <laughs> find you online? You can find me at This Is Emeralds on Twitter and on other podcasts like Teenagers of Attitude, which I finally got to record a cool episode of today. Um, and In Pursuit of Passions. Alright. Uh, Mike, how about you? Uh, you can also hear me on Teenagers with Attitude. Uh, you can hear me on our weekly, uh, tabletop stream, Silver Pines. Uh, yeah, there are all three of us there. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's at, uh, the Audio Entropy YouTube. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at MikeLovesRabbit. Alright. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find this show on AudioEntropy.com, where there's a bunch of other cool shows, like uh, some of the ones that have already been mentioned, but there's also Teenagers with Attitude, Totally Reprise, Let's Place. Uh, those are all ones uh, at least some of us are involved in. But there's also ones that none of us do anything with, like Transmission Radio, D-Comedy, All Along the Watchtower, which started updating again recently. Check that one out. It's about DC cartoons. Uh, I don't know, there's other good shit there. Go check it out, why don't you? If you like this show, leave us a review or a rating on iTunes. That would be very nice of you. Or at the very least, maybe tell your friends. Uh, say, like, hey, I got this dumbass Dragon Ball podcast. You want to give it a listen? And, uh, yeah. if you're really feeling generous, over on AutoEntropy.com, we have a donate button that, uh, we take donations to keep the site running pay for hosting costs if uh you want to contribute to that that would be really nice of you um i think we just about covered everything right yeah i Did think it? so we got anything else to do here i think we're done yeah the world tournament starts next week will goku and krillin manage to win it man i hope so that'd be neat but we'll find out for sure next time on the Home for Infinite Losers. E-I-E-I-O.